Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance that underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. So I'm recording this a few days before the release, which is mid-November, and I have to say, I'm feeling pretty end of yeary, as I call it. It feels like it's come a little bit earlier. I don't know how, how you're feeling. It's been a strange year for obvious reasons, and I won't go into all of that. And actually, I felt pretty upbeat, pretty positive throughout the year. I've seen the potential for positive change as a well-being company, an award-winning well-being company with online solutions. Our business has done very well, which is great because, of course, it's a good news story for me and the team, but also it's meant that we can still spend our money in the economy. We haven't had to cancel anything. In fact, we've spent our money, we spent more, more shrewdly, and we have also given more to charity, both as a business and me as an individual. So lots and lots of positives, but I do feel like I'm sort of lunging for the finish line now, like a sprinter trying to get that one-eighth of a second ahead of a competitor. And I'm sure you're probably feeling the same. I think it's it's been a strange one for all of us. But our plan is to bring you episodes up until the end of November. Then we will take a month's break. So the last episode will be on the 28th of November, and then we'll restart on the 2nd of January. So that's that's the plan for the podcast. Uh, we want to have a complete month of rethinking what we do in terms of the content, planning and preparing for 2021. And I also think there's been lots of, of well-being talk. We've all been focusing on getting through the year in our own way. And I think we should be taking December as a break. So um, in keeping with that, we're not going to put out any new content, but we will continue to publicise relevant um, content from the past. So thank you for tuning in. Let's cut to it for this week's episode. It's about the digital commute. So for the majority of people, uh, we're working from home. And almost all of them will no longer have a commute, basically. Our commute will be getting up, going to the bathroom, going to the kitchen and moving into our office. So uh, really quite different from before, whether you got in a car or you were on the train or you walked or got the bus. We don't have that time anymore. And I, I do think that that's made a difference to our well-being. Because a lot of us use that time. I mean, some of us hated our commute, sure. But a lot of us used that time to decompress on the way back or to gear up and gear down for work. Uh, we may have listened to podcasts, we may have listened to audiobooks or listened to music or use it as a chance to catch up with someone on the phone or leave voice messages for people. We don't have that time anymore. And I think beyond just getting from A to B or getting into work, it was an opportunity to get your head together and maybe do a few little admin or, or friend-related tasks. And on the way back, and the commute, whilst it could be thorny sometimes, thinking about my old city commute, it did mean that we could decompress. You could process what happened during the day, every step towards the train uh, station, and then every 100 metres the train used to travel, I used to think it's taking me away from those problems, issues, challenges, and back towards the, sort of the comfort of home. And that, again, for a lot of people, isn't there anymore. And it's been interesting, actually, because the podcast stats 
in April, so right at the beginning of lockdown, reported a 30% drop. So people weren't listening to podcasts on their commute either. So it's affecting the kind of content we're listening to um, and some of the learning that we might have been doing through that. And the idea of the digital commute um, was brought to my attention through a newsletter and it was um, a chief design officer at Lloyd's was thinking about introducing this digital commute idea. And I've seen it mooted in other companies that I've been working with and other companies in the news and the media as well. I think it's a great idea. I have some concerns and some reservations about it, but on the whole, I think it's a great idea. It's people creating time for themselves to have that commute. And there's absolutely nothing stopping us, really, just getting up and going for a walk and listening to a podcast or an audiobook or music, and then coming back in, taking your coat off and sitting down at your desk. So you almost simulate that journey to work and use it as an opportunity to get some headspace and think and plan ahead. I mean, I, I do this because I'm fortunate enough on many, many levels to have a beautiful dog called Cammy, And she obviously needs to be walked twice a day. And my myself and my partner split that up and I get the morning walk, which is easily the best bit. It's quieter. Um, Cammy's in a different mood in the morning than she is in the afternoon. Um, and it's a really nice way to start the day, just wandering about. Generally, the weather's okay. I get loads of headspace. I have my headphones in, listening to podcasts, thinking. I'll pull out my phone every now and again to make notes, some some idea I've had, and I'll get myself ready for the day ahead. And the days are very, very full at the moment. So I really appreciate that opportunity to get headspace. Prior to that, I'll do 10 minutes of meditation. So I wake up earlier now as well. So I, I guess in a way, I've, I've, I've adopted this idea of a digital commute quite a bit. And I'll wake up a good hour before I might normally have done. I'll have some coffee. Um, I'll get the blinds open first so that I've got lots of natural light coming into the room, which helps to wake me up. Have that coffee, do 10 minutes of meditation, and then head out on the walk with Cami. And it just is incredibly good for well-being, for getting ready for the day. Other things, though, that you could include in a digital commute, thinking about the beginning of the day, but these would work just as validly for the end of the day, would just be to do some form of movement. Uh, the ideal time to do a hard workout is between around 3 and 5 p.m. in the afternoon. So not the beginning of the day. But if that's the only time you can get that done, then go for it. I mean, the, the best time of day to exercise, put glibly, is, is the time that you can do consistently. But I like to do something more gentle. So a bit of movement, anything really, sun salutations, other forms of yoga, a bouncing on a rebounder dog walking or just walking around the apartment or flat or house or doing some light bouncing on the spot, something gentle that could also have the benefit of draining the lymphatic system where toxins are stored overnight. Breathing, starting the day with energizing breath work or maybe some Wim Hof breathing or just deep restorative breathing to really set the nervous system up. Um, meditation, huge fan of that. There's apps like Calm and Headspace and tons of others that you can do for, for meditation. Reading, starting the day reading something. It could be business related to sort of tee you up for the day, or it could be a complete antithesis of that, some sort of fantasy fiction. Play. You know, as adults, we forget to play. 10 minutes of play, a jigsaw, a puzzle, a game, something, playing with your dog, playing with your children, but a fabulous way to start the day. Some form of heartfulness, which is about doing something that's really personal to you, something you really love and lights you up and warms you up. Like, for example, the guitar, something I've rediscovered recently. Can't wait to get home and play that. Natural light should feature as well, because that really helps to set a healthy circadian rhythm. Exercise. 
of any any intensity, you know, whatever works for you. It's such a personal thing. Everything we're talking about here, which you could fill a digital commute with, is highly personal. So what works for me may very well not work for you. So I like to do something gentle in the morning to get to get myself together. You might like to go into a hard workout. And as the Americans say, eat that frog, get the hard thing done first thing um, and, and tick it off. Whatever you do, make sure it fits with this principle of dose, which you'll have heard me probably talk about many times before if you're a fan of the podcast, which is dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins. Something like human touch, human contact produces lots of dose. So hugging, um, hugging your family, hugging your dog, connecting, that's the, the oxytocin part of it. Doing something that feels rewarding is the dopamine part of it. Getting out in natural light is the serotonin aspect of it. And endorphins could be stretching. So another thing you could think about in the morning as part of that digital commute is a stretch. You could do that as you're walking, you could do it at your desk, you can do it before you, you know, you start the day when you jump out of bed. So many different options for it, but I do like this idea and it is an interesting one to drop in for you and, and have a think about. Don't wait for your employer to mention, you know, like the chief design officer at Lloyd's. Don't wait for them to mention a digital commute. This is something you can carve out of your own time or just have the autonomy to carve out of the day and include into that heading out for lunch. You know, if you work in a, a city centre, you'll walk out somewhere and get lunch. Maintain that habit of going for a bit of a walk at lunchtime. And then the end of the day, reverse that digital commute. Do something that helps you to decompress. So when you walk back into the house, you feel like you've had a bit of distance between work and finishing. So I hope that's been helpful. As always, let me know your thoughts and feedback on that. And please do share this episode with anybody who needs to hear it. Um, we will bring an episode to you next Saturday and then the one after that. And then we'll be taking that Christmas break that I spoke of so we can rest and recharge. And I hope that's what you get to do as well. But I won't sign off formally for now. We've got a couple more episodes to bring you. So all the very best. Stay healthy. Talk to you next week. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. So if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.